Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Creatrix Co. podcast, where we blend practical and spiritual tools to create no BS growth strategies for women ready to level up in life and biz. I'm your host, Laura Siver, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you here with me on this journey of owning our role as the creators, or should I say creatrix, of our own lives. Together, we're breaking free from the barriers that hold us back and making space for more of the things that we actually want, not what others say we should. On this podcast, we'll dive deep into the realms of self-discovery, personal growth, mindset, and spirituality. But here's the thing, we won't stop at just theoretical knowledge. We're all about practical tools and systems that you can apply in your everyday life. No fluff, just real strategies that work. Get ready for inspiring stories, actionable steps, and wisdom from our incredible guest speakers. We'll explore different topics, introduce you to new elements, and give you the tools to experiment and create your own unique path. So if you're sick of the same results on repeat day after day and are ready to live that kick-ass life with your dreamy business you know that you're meant for, let's dive straight into today's episode. Let's just kick it off here. Like, Daddy yeah. welcome. Hey. Hi. Hey, <laughs> Laura. Thank you for having me. So a little pleased to be on your show. <laughs> All the quintessential things that we should be saying, right? Of course. We're on a podcast. It's now we need to introduce ourselves. That's right. Have you got your your coffee? I've I've got my aesthetic jug of water. <laughs> oh, I just got my crinkly green glass. That'll do. It's okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> We've literally spent like what fifteen minutes almost setting up tech issues and loading things on top of books. I've got cables everywhere trying to connect power and things together. So we're good. We're ready to go and. I love that, you know, we can just be open and honest about this because number one, this is a conversation series. It's literally just you and me talking shit. (laughs) And secondly, (laughs) this is the reality of the topic, which is manifestation. Manifestation doesn't look a certain way. doesn't need to look a certain way. And even though Instagram is like all highlight reel about manifestation, it really isn't. It's all about it's the small things that you do to get things going. <laughs> exactly. And done is better than perfect. So I think that's the thing that really has taken a long time thinking for me is that, you know, it, things don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have the perfect vision board. You don't have to do things OCD. It's actually, it's actually more a case of control than it is about doing it perfect. So just having it done, it doesn't matter whether it's messy or if it's cut and shut together wherever instead of a podcast recorded station you've got 16 books and a speaker holding your phone up it doesn't matter the podcast is still being done <laughs> exactly exactly Shh, don't tell the secrets <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's out it's out now and that's the thing yeah, like you just have to get you just have to get started it doesn't like it really doesn't matter what it looks like as long as you're taking exactly. those actions but anyway we've like literally gone into ramble city which is typically what you and I do so I'm gonna bring it back and actually start with getting you to just tell people a little bit about yourself I know you are a multifaceted woman so you know (laughs) that's one word for it (laughs) so yeah just tell us a bit about like who you are yeah beautiful so I'm from the UK originally and I moved over to Australia when I was about 24 but my journey with um you know, trying to create my own reality started a lot younger. So I left school and I wanted to do psychology. Love understanding how the mind works, love people, people are fascinating. And I think you can learn so much just by watching others. But it turns out that 
college wasn't right for me. There's too many gaps in between. I could be pretty self-destructive less of my own devices. So I went and got a job as a hairdresser, did my training. And then I had a salon of my own for three years and managed for two on top of that. And then decided that, you know, all I was was a hairdresser. I had nothing else going for me. I just had a business, put all my energy into that. And then I thought, you know what? I need to go and find out who Danielle is. Like, who am I? What do I like doing? I don't even have any hobbies. I don't have any interests outside of work. I go out drinking. All people ask me is, oh, how would you do my hair? And I had nothing else to offer the world apart from hair stories. <laughs> it's a pretty yeah. one-dimensional existence. So <laughs> I left and I was going to go to Ibiza for six weeks and then go to Australia for a year. The plan was to go home. I've now been in Australia seven and a half years. It's been a little while. And in that time, I've done multiple jobs. I've had periods of time where I wasn't working at all, traveling, having fun, going to music festivals, nights out, making friends, finding out who I am outside of hairdressing. And now I over lockdown I realized I actually really like doing art so now I'm an artist as well as a hairdresser uh, but the main focus is my art business now I love so that. that's me in a nutshell <laughs> <laughs> very very like short and sharp and sweet which is very unlike exactly. you <laughs> exactly exactly like, how do I wrap this up <laughs> <laughs> but what's really cool about that that I love is that I think sometimes we can get caught up in you know, I have to go in this path and then if I don't want to do that anymore and I change paths, I've wasted all this time. But the thing is all the skills can be moved over, moved across to your new thing and your new thing is art and you technically do art in people's hair. You're painting people's hair. You're painting on exactly. a canvas. They're both canvases. Like it's exactly. same, same but different. You're able to like reapply all of that skill. And the fact that you've owned and managed a salon for three years means you can run a business for, you know, Danielle O'Reilly Art and and just yeah. really know, even though we're always learning as we go, you have a foundation block. So there's never, ever like a missed opportunity when it comes to that stuff. Oh, definitely not. And that was the thing that was really tough with deciding to leave England because I had a really good life. I was earning great money. I had a great team. I was, you know, I'd hit the peak of where I wanted to be and we'll go over more of that later and we'll see how I got there and stuff like that. Um, but it was just a case of like, well, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? Like, you know, it's, there's always later, there's always more goals to hit. There's always more to achieve, but at what cost? Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be 40 and having not done a girl's holiday or you know and not because I've got young children now they've grown up and I can do it I've just been just been a worker and life's not about work life's about all the fun and colorful things in between it so I needed yeah. to go and experience that but it was so tough to leave a business behind you know and like so my end it wasn't great obviously I learned all my lessons which is what I'm transferring over to uh, this business now make sure I don't make the same mistakes twice you know being very young at the time um but yeah it's always just learnings and lessons and if something doesn't work out taking one step back to go three steps forward isn't a big deal mm. can I ask you if it's too personal to share don't worry about it but what made you like what was that tipping point that made you decide that's it I'm like stopping my business I'm moving to Australia we're like totally doing this life overhaul oh see it's one of those things where so for me I was very 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 I wasn't 
Oh, so, okay, so I'll take it back a step. So when I was a hairdresser, I always felt like I could do more. I was like, I know I can do more than cut people's hair. You know, like I, I love hairdressing. Like it's a real passion of mine. But I know that I can do more. Like I was always told through school, you're very academic, very bright, blah, blah, don't waste yourself being a hairdresser. And I think in the back of my mind, it was one of those things where I was always like, you know, if I'm going to be a hairdresser, I have to have my own salon, teach and compete and win prizes. And if I'm going to be a hairdresser, mm-hmm. I've got to be the best hairdresser I could possibly be. But because I was so almost trying to prove to everybody else that it is, I am doing the right thing. I am more than just a hairdresser. I'd kind of pigeonholed myself by not just allowing everything to come in the right time. I'd focus so hard to get where I wanted to be that I lost myself. And yeah. I think that's something that, I have to very much remind myself of even now is that your goals shouldn't your goals should complement your life they shouldn't take over your life all the time it's kind mm. of something that I have to always keep in mind it's like you know you can't sabotage the rest of my life I can sacrifice the short term to get to a certain place I need to be but yeah. I can't lose myself in the process yeah I love that that's then- such a good reminder like it's not the be all and end all to just go for the you know follow that path and and keep chugging along and get to that goal you actually need to enjoy yourself in the process and like yeah that's that saying that I keep butchering <laughs> it's like what oh. is it in the forest and not seeing the trees what the hell <laughs> <laughs> not seeing the wood for the trees yes um- <laughs> not seeing the woods through the through the trees or the forest yeah. through the trees or some shit like that Something which I like always that, yeah. butcher but it's fine I understand the intention of that so. yeah you, I know what you're trying to say you know what you're trying to say we work it out it's fine um but yeah I kind of woke up one day and I'd been in like a long-term relationship and then that broke down when I was maybe 21 and I had the salon you know around that sort of time and then I threw myself into like partying and going out around you know, working 75 hours in a salon and having Mm. to organize team meetings and things like that. And I basically just looked around one day and I was like, all of my friends are settling down having children. Mm. All of like the people that they've done the things that I want to do now because they did it when they were 16 to 21 and I was too busy being in a controlling long-term relationship and, you know, where I weren't allowed friends, I wasn't allowed out or anything like that. And then I was working all the time. So I had basically like missed a lag of like where everyone else was. So I felt like I needed to go and make new friends and do new things. And no one's come traveling with me. So I just decided to go by myself because otherwise, you know, you can't live your life waiting for other people to want to do what you do. You just have to get on with it sometimes. And yeah. That was, yeah, just one day enough was enough. And that was it. Off I went. And so at that time, do you think, were you like, into manifestation I know like for for a lot of people some uh, manifestation can seem like a big like fluffy woo-woo word and if it is to to you that's totally fine but like you know whether you define it as you know having your vision and, and pursuing that or your goals or manifesting whatever it is to you like do you feel like that was already a mindset that you had at that time of your life or were you just instinctively moving forward with what you thought was the next sort of action or step so I've had a couple of different like experiences in my life where um so when I started working for the company where I ended up actually owning the salon it was um my boss there he was very troubled but he was 
honestly like one of the most pivotal moments I've ever had in my life was we were sat at a staff meeting I've just started I was 16 I was sat in this new town in a new salon like didn't know anyone was completely so I'd moved like an hour and a half away to live with this boyfriend and I sat down at the staff meeting and he was like only you control your reality nobody else controls it for you and you know like being 16 we're like well I can't help it that my parents this well I can't help it that blah 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 and then he was like well whose fault is it then because if you don't take accountability you're constantly going to end up being a victim of other people's storylines you need to make your own only you can decide if you're a successful hairdresser only you can decide if you're confident enough to talk to people nobody else is going to give you that that right you have to take it for yourself and then he actually kind of took me under his wing as like a mentor mentee sort of relationship and mm. he got me he basically he sat he made us all sit down and watch the secret which is my first you know glimpse into law, law of attraction manifestation yeah. things like that yeah. and it was just like a constant like little bits of information that he would give us and he'd give me books he'd give me audio books he was like literally I was quite a willing student. So he was like, take this, take this, read this, read this. And then I like loved it, got obsessed with it. That's how I ended up at the salon. I actually put all these tools into practice. I had a salon. I had a great team. I was always hitting my KPIs and things like that. I set up a course at the academy. Like all things that just two or three years before, I would never have thought in a million years, oh, I'm working class. I always will be. I Money doesn't grow on trees. Money's hard to come by. And then all of a sudden I had this abundance around mm. me that was literally could only have been down to the change of my mindset, nothing else. Yeah. And having the right people on your team. Like 100%. if you didn't have that guy, like your mentor and your boss to oh. really help guide you in that direction. I'd still be a victim of my circumstances. I'd still be in a relationship that it leaves me with no self-worth, no confidence, no you know ability to take control of my life. And I would probably still be there. Like that's mm. the long and short of it, really. So sometimes these chance encounters, what did they say? When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah. And I love that so much. It's like, you know, he could have told me that five years before, and I'd have been like, oh, what are you talking about? It's all a lot of rubbish. Like it was just at that right time. I was like new in a new experience and I was open and the, the right teacher came along. Yeah, I love that. And the the teacher will come and then we'll go when they're when they're done with the lesson, yeah. with the teachings. And then someone else will come along for this new season in your life. So I freaking love that. That's so cool. <laughs> I remember cool. having a, a similar experience, not in a hair salon with your boss, but with just a random conversation because they, they usually just happen in normal conversations and then it just kind of snowballs from there. Yeah. But, um, one guy that I was talking to, I was, you know, discussing like, I don't know what to do. I'm so confused about this option and that. And one option was like a real people pleaser kind of option. And the other option was really authentic to me. And he just asked me a question that nobody had ever asked me in my life. And it sounds so sad saying it out loud, but it's the reality <laughs> of it. He yeah. was like, what does Laura want? And in that moment, I was just like, holy shit. I don't even think I've asked myself that because I was a massive people pleaser. And so I was just like, okay, what's the right thing to do? What's what's the action that's not going to hurt the most amount of people? Or what does society expect of me? And what career direction and path should I take? And it was just like such a breath of fresh air to have this one person be like, okay, this isn't it. Like, what do you want? Or, hey, Danielle, 
you know, you've got to get the things that you want for yourself. No one's going to give it to you. Yeah. And it's just, and it's just mind like blowing. to say one sentence, like one sentence can change your whole reality. And that is the power of our thoughts. Because if it just stops you in the tracks, it's like, you know, when you're spiraling, you have an anxiety attack or you're having a panic attack or you're ruminating on something. And all it takes sometimes is one thing just to snap you out of it. And you're like, oh, is that it? Like, or, you know, you just need to concentrate on your breathing or you just, you divert your attention somewhere else. And the problem doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, it can literally be as simple as like moving the focus, like shifting your attention and your reality even feels different in just a split second. And it's just the power that we have over our own mind. And that's the thing that has always fascinated me. It's like how your vision and your thoughts and your words and your actions won't affect your reality right now necessarily, but it's weaving the tail. It's like putting the, the wheels into motion. It's getting the cogs turning the way you want to be. I mean, it'd be a bit ridiculous if you were just like, oh, I wish I had an elephant and then an elephant arrived in your living room. Like there needs to be a lag to make sure it's something that you actually do want. And you're not yeah. going to end up with animal control on your back. Like why the hell do you have an elephant? Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's like all the little things that day after day end up manifesting as these huge, big things because you shifted your focus, you shifted your attention. Lady, I see you juggling all those plates like a pro, giving that local circus clown a run for his money. You know what you want, but there's always something that stops it from happening. A lack of resources, money, support and time. And honestly, how are you meant to break out of survival mode? There's that growing pile of laundry that keeps getting moved around the house. You've just had a conversation with your dog because you were meant to take him for a walk after so many days. And you've got to squeeze in cooking something your whole family will eat in less than 30 minutes. You're overworked, overwhelmed and overstimulated. Well, it's time to break the chains. It's time to reclaim time for yourself, to simplify your tasks and build a supportive structure around you so that you can stop surviving and start thriving with my Manifesting Steps to Success self-paced course. Within this course, you will be guided back to the things that you actually want for yourself, how to strip back what's not important and still do all the things you know, like running a household, manage kids, building a business, nurturing a relationship and caring for yourself in a way that works for you. Let me repeat that, works for you. You'll also have access to a community of like-minded women on the same journey and be supported by people who just get you. I like to call them your hype girl tribe. Are you nodding your head saying to yourself, I want that? Well, it's yours for the taking queen. Click the link in the show notes and start making it happen for yourself in a way that works for you and in your own time. So then do you feel like your manifestation methods or your mindset around manifestation has changed much since that like pivotal moment? Oh, it's it's a constant like up and down journey. I'll be completely honest. There was a few years when I left home, like the plan was I'm going to travel for a year, I'm going to go home and then I'm going to pick up where I left off. I'll take up another salon again and then just continue the trajectory that I'd left on basically. I was just having a, a hiatus from my life. And then I kept traveling and because I was by myself, there was no accountability. So I was also partying a lot at this stage. So, you know, my moods were a little bit more unstable than what they probably would be in normal life. Um you know, always tired <laughs> and yeah and the rest and um just also just like I don't know just 
for a while I actually really went into like I wouldn't say necessarily a dark place but very lost place because mm-hmm. I didn't I'd thrown myself into the chaos and then not really emerged out of it because I wasn't going back I knew my original life wasn't what I wanted and that's why I ultimately left but what about I didn't I want who didn't I want to be around what parts of my life did I want to continue like I still felt very like in I felt like I was drowning basically for a while so I had all this freedom yet I felt so alone and I felt so confused and I was the other side of the world and I had like money issues I was backpacking and I lived like I was still owning a salon so you can imagine how that went cough cough credit cards and you know all those little (laughs) things just started mounting up and reality was like slowly starting to creep back in and sort of be like look like you know what are you doing like I had no vision I had no goals I had nothing I was working towards I was just working during the week and living for the weekend which is fine for a period of time but for me it's not really how my brain is happy <laughs> shall I say yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. instead of manifestation as being a friend it was actually showing up in my life as getting sick um having no money these are problems like things like that and I just was like I was in a very um so growing up, I always had a very victim mindset. Like I'm, like I had a a lot of not necessarily like like a- active like um, negativity, but both of my parents had uh, like depression at various stages. There's big stuff going on in my family and troubles with money and things like that. And without realizing, I'd gone from you know Danielle growing up, who life happens to, nothing happens for. To Danielle, who had control of her own reality, had goals, smashing them goals, working forward, living her best life. Then being like, actually, I'm going to take some time out, which is fine. But without realizing, I just slipped back into like, mm. like pattern. And Mindset. that was yeah. starting to show up again in my life. Like, like lack of money, like never feeling like I was really enough, feeling like I was always on the outside of my friendship groups and things like that because life was happening to me, not for me. And mm. it actually took a conversation with one of my other good friends who was like oh I've got a podcast I think you should listen to and it's one called the law of attraction changed my life she's like you know the woman's hilarious she's an English girl blah 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 talks about manifestation stuff and I was like fuck that's what's been missing like I like you know when someone's like well just do this and you're like oh why do I not think about myself like I know that it's like I know this how have I got so far down this road that I've yeah. just completely forgotten that all of this stuff is even a thing. And, yeah. you know, you're just like, what the hell? Like, how have I got to this point? Of course I'm going to be in chaos. I've not arranged the chaos into anything. I'm just living in possibility. Yeah. And my victim mentality is actually pulling the strings behind the scenes. Like, of course my reality was going to reflect that. So, yeah, so it's changed a lot over the years. And it's always like a back and forward process for me. Like, sometimes I'll be really focused Sometimes I'm just enjoying the fruits of my labor. Sometimes then start slipping and then I go, right, I need to focus again. So mm. I'm very much like in a focus, relax, forget about it, then focus again. Yeah. <laughs> sort of I, love, and- I, I love all of that because it's it makes it so like real, <laughs> like for lack yeah. of a better word, because that's the reality of it. Like manifest, you're not going to be like, I'm just going to sit down and manifest like, um, and everything is like smooth <laughs> and it's perfect and nothing goes wrong ever. Like that's probably and some sort of like episode off a TV show. Right. But what happens in reality is 
you do well, you have momentum and then you kind of fall off again and you have to get back on and then you probably took three steps back and you have to try something, but you've learned something new and you have to actually go ahead and apply it. Otherwise you can't sort of move forward to the next level as if it's in a game. Like it's just not that linear. So I love that it's just a cycle. Something, uh, a metaphor that was um, described to me years ago, it's kind of like, you want to see your life as having spinning plates. So the more plates you have, the harder it is to balance them and keep them on track. But you can't spin plates no, like by doing all the plates at once. You have to spin one, get it balanced, then get another one, spin that, keep an eye on that one, go back over here, start another one, keep your eye on the first two, that was wobbling, go back and get that one. Like, it's not okay to, oh, I'm going to write out a list of all the things I want and tick them off one by one. Like, you constantly yeah. have to keep an eye on different areas of your life, whether it's your family, your relationships, your relationship with yourself, your development, your, like, there's so many things that command your attention that it's impossible to just go, yeah, tick the box, tick the box, next one, next one. And the others are always slowly decaying in the meantime. If you're focusing on your social life, you're going to start sacking in how clean your home is. You start focusing on your goals, you're going to start sacking with the gym. Like, you know, you can't do everything all the time, which is where seasons, like you said earlier, really come in handy. Because you can say, right, okay, this season, this is my number one priority. Like if the other things don't quite make it, that's fine because this is what I'm working on. But if you don't have anything you're working on, then everything can kind of just slowly start dwindling at the like just to sit on your phone and watch TV. And that's the thing where I think it's important to give yourself the slack when you need it, but also know why you're doing it. Mm, yeah. The having that like the reason, the intention at the top of your mind and then letting everything else just be flexible. Exactly. And I bet that's something that you've been like learning about, particularly yourself, isn't it? About how you need flexibility in your schedule, because sometimes you may be really focused on one particular area of your business. And then other times you're like, you know what, Kyra's on holidays. I just want to chill with yeah. her. And then, yeah. you know, all that other stuff still running in the background. It doesn't stop existing because you've looked away, but it's also not in your reality presently while you're spending time with your daughter, while you're going visiting family and yeah, yeah, I think it's really 100%. important to remember that. You'd, you'd go absolutely nuts if you were trying to do all of the things. Like, And then you'd literally crash, all the plates would fall down, they yep. would all break, <laughs> and you'd have a psychotic you'd episode. You'd be at a Greek party where they'd be smashing the plates everywhere. And you're just like, what is going on? Now I'm going to yeah. buy some more clean plates. <laughs> Except no one is pinning money on your dress to go buy a new set of plates. So no, you just lose true, all your plates. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. But it would be quite nice, wouldn't it? You're like, I'm just throwing my life into chaos. Oh, here's a sum of money I've just found. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, abundance. <laughs> Not the plates. Don't need the plates. The abundance can come in now. I've got no plates to spare. <laughs> yeah, thank you. More, please. <laughs> I love all of that. And that all, that all of the things that we spoke about reminds me of, like, being able to let go of perfectionism, right? Because all of those spinning plates, we're tra- if we're trying to manage this, manage that, control that, be on top of that, and, you know, it's not perfect, it doesn't look the way that we want it to, we can't be in that creation mode and we can't create the reality that we want for ourselves. We can't draw in the abundance. We can't draw in all the opportunities that lead us to 
new adventures to where we want to go because we're so focused on trying not to fuck up and trying not to drop that plate and smash that one because that's not getting repaired and that we're just like really stuck in where we are we're not we're not present to the moment because we're just juggling we're not in possibility for the future and in creation mode so we're actually just living in reaction and we're like just like held in this like no man's land of limbo so um I I love that like you mentioned all the plates because that's what the plates remind me not to do (laughs) as a recovering perfectionist (laughs) no plates whatsoever (laughs) yeah if you come over to my house (laughs) you will be eating off the counter Just hope that I juggled the plates well enough so that I've cleaned the yeah. floor beforehand. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> like those... bio plates. <laughs> right. But those kind of things just really remind me that it's not meant to be about perfection. So then my, yeah. my question for you is, are there like key things or what is the the one thing or many, if you're like me and love a lot, um, that you really like put into practice that you could share with people that really helps you towards like remembering something or taking action or working towards manifestations in general? So I find that the biggest accountability thing for me is a journal. So I don't necessarily journal the same all the time. Um, And I, I go, I'm very like, all or nothing kind of person so I'll have like a couple of months where I'll be like real like, on a roll I'm like writing out what I want how I'm going to get there break it down to action points so little markers in between when am I going to celebrate when am I going to have hit certain milestones and I try and like gain a flight for myself and I'm doing my gratitude list and I'm writing why I'm grateful blah 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 then other times I'm like this takes me an hour and a half in the morning like ain't nobody got time for that so then I just go through a phase of just being like three things I'm grateful for that I think about while I'm in the shower so for me it's really like just varies depending on I I get an itch so I get an itch when I know I need to put in more and sometimes I feel like a sense of completion once I know that I've done enough of the work if that makes sense it's Mm. a bit more cyclical for me so I get like a phase where you know I'll feel like you know Things aren't flowing exactly the right way they should. I feel like I'm not making sales. I feel like work's a bit of a slog. I'm finding it hard to exercise. I'm finding it my financials aren't looking great. Blah, 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 blah. And then I start being like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? So then I go through like the spring of being like, what are the possibilities? What are the potentials? What plans have I got? What can I do to invite in more abundance? What work can I be doing? What questions do I need to ask myself what books do I need to read and things like that and then I have a summer where I feel like okay cool things are starting to like you know get a roll on I'm really in a groove I'm really sort of like feeling this like new routine I've got going on I'm exercising I'm eating well things like that and then I start being like okay cool like I'm seeing the results in the autumn and I'm harvesting the fruits of my labor and you know things are starting to come in and then I kind of relax and kind of almost like wait for it to come back around again so mm. at various different stages I'm doing, I'm putting in various amounts of effort. But for me, the thing that is a constant is as long as I'm doing something, I'm on the yeah. right path. So as long yeah. as even in the winter, if I'm feeling a bit stuck, as long as I'm writing down just like one question a day out of a self-development book. So I'm currently working through a book called Richard's Book by Amanda Francis. And at the end of each chapter are questions that you journal on and or an activity so I basically go through my diary for the week I put a question on each page 
And then I write down what I'm doing that day, write down three things that I'm grateful for, write a little thing about how I'm feeling or an affirmation or a note to myself or a little reminder, whatever's the first thing that comes to mind. And then I rewrite on the question. It's actually an A5 page. I can't go that far. It takes me about 25 to 30 minutes every morning. Anything more than that is a bonus. And if I just do mm. part of that, then it's fine. And normally it's just Monday to Friday. Weekends, yeah. I give myself the time off. <laughs> uh, oh, me too, girlfriend. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that rest period. <laughs> exactly. Because then you kind of like, yeah, Monday, I'm ready to go. What's my question for the day? Like, let's go. Rather yeah. than being a case of like, oh, I'm taking so much of my life off. I spend like seven hours a week just writing down my thoughts. Oh, this is boring. Like, yeah. I need stimulation. I need excitement. I need to change it up every couple of months. I need to, you know, you. I feel like you know deep down, the more you start practicing these things of like, self-awareness whether it's through visualization whether it's through journaling whether it's through having meaningful conversations with people that you can open up with like you start getting to know the triggers for you you start getting to know those feelings those itches those like the yearning for something and you start learning when to listen Mm, yeah I love that you said so many really insightful things in there I was like processing trying to remember them but the main ones that's (laughs) I was like, there's too much. I can't. <laughs> but the luckily we're recording. So, you know, you can yes. always go back. But um, the main things that stick out to me was being in flow and working through your individual cycle and your energy and what you're feeling inspired to do. And then being able to give yourself the permission to rest and recoup and rejuvenate. And then also I was going to ask you and you brought it up, which I loved was, you know, tangibly, how are you bringing this into the real world? Because, you know, manifestation is like, oh, yes, let's, you know, like, let's keep it up here. It's very like upper head, you know, thinking, processing systems. But you're like, no, every day when it feels right to, I'm journaling. And if I'm not journaling, I'm putting down a question at the start of my week and I'm processing that. And, you know, those are some really, really great ways to keep yourself accountable and stay connected to what the intention and, you know, what's really driving you. So I love those so much. And I need a plan. I can deviate from the plan, but I need a plan to deviate from. Like, so if I say, right, at the start of the week, I'm like, I'm going to do five questions out of this book. I'm going to exercise five times. I need to write in on the day. This is what I'm doing today. Because if I don't have it in the diaries always tomorrow, so I have mm. to be like, okay, cool. Monday I'm doing this question. Is there, I open the page at a time to go, do I want to do a question today? Yes or no? Is there at the start of the week? Like it's yeah. just there. So I can just go, okay, cool. And then I ask myself the question and I'm like, hmm. And sometimes I don't even have an answer. So I just start writing, if this were true for me. And then sometimes a waffle comes out. And then I go, actually, no, it is true for me. I don't know why I'm saying this. It's just because I thought I had to put an answer. And honestly, if you read my notes, you'd be like, this girl has lost her mind. <laughs> Like she's contradicting herself by one sentence to the next. I think it's like that constant argument between like Victor Danielle and Danielle who got her shit together. Like basically having an argument on paper is the weirdest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) But it shows like growth and development. So uh, I'm with you there. Like if if ever if everyone could like hear what goes on in my mind, they'd be like, this girl is wacko. (laughs) I think the thing is like we're all like that on some level to some some more extreme than others maybe you and I are on that that end but who knows at least I'm more open than others I think is the way that I like <laughs> to think of it anyway <laughs> yeah yeah I love that okay cool and then one last thing if there was someone who was looking to 
like start their journey or restart like they felt like they were in a bit of a a slump and they just wanted like to kickstart that what would you recommend as something that has either made a difference to you or like something that you're reading right now or um, like a podcast that you're loving or you know something that's really just keeping you in manifestation mode it could be a book. It could be a podcast. It could be. Ooh. I'm just repeating myself now. So you get what I'm saying. No, I know what you're saying. So there's a few different ways that I like to give myself a bit of a kick up the ass. One of them is doing like gratitude challenges. So for me, the biggest tangible results I've had in manifestation come from a place of gratitude and really feeling it, really living it. So just doing like a 30 day or there's one that I'll mention in a second, which is like a 33 day one. And it is, it's just sort of like, even if you don't do it every single day, you're still going to be doing way more than you would if you weren't doing the challenge, right? So even if you're doing five days out of seven, you're still doing five days more than you would have done if you're like, you know, you have to give yourself grace on the days when you don't do it because otherwise it just becomes a chore. But I find that those like the challenges, like, so there's uh, The Magic, which is by Rhonda Byrne, and there's a book by Emma Mumford and... It is called Positively Wealthy by mm-hmm. Emma Mumford. And um, it's a 33-day challenge. And some of the activities you'll resonate with, some maybe not. So for me, I I don't disagree with the woo-woo stuff, but sometimes I feel like it's a little bit much. So some days where it's like talking to your angels and things like that are a bit like, yeah, okay, cool. But it's not, I'm very like, I'm, I'm quite a science brain for someone who's quite creative. So I quite mm. like to be like, this is this. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Whereas if something doesn't have an experience that I can relate it to in my own life, then I sometimes find it a little bit hard to connect with it. So some yeah. days don't play too much. And other times I'm like, this feels amazing. I'm going to do this all the time. I do it like for about a week and I'll forget. But I, I come <laughs> back to it every now and again. <laughs> and then I redo the challenge. And I'm like, oh I remember this one and then over time it starts sort of becoming a lot more present in my gratitude practice so I would say that that's my biggest like advice is if you're really really in a slump you're really in a hole you really need to like get yourself out of it like one of those two books it's it's work you have to dedicate you know 30 minutes in the morning to do it but getting up half an hour earlier and the difference you feel in your life is tangibly like chalk and cheese. Like even if you're in a place like they're pretty comfortable before you start, whenever I finish, I'm like, wow, it's like compound interest. Every day you're growing and you're developing on top of the previous day's activities and you really, really, really get a roll on. So yeah, I'd say it's probably my biggest go-to when I'm feeling a bit flat. Mm, Yeah, that's awesome. And you don't have to just because one thing is resonating with you that week doesn't mean you have to do it the next day. Like you get to no. choose what you feel good, what really lights you up in that moment. And they're all just tools that you get to choose from and go, cool, today I'm picking that one and I'm putting that one down, even though it worked for me last week. And, and go, yeah. Great, this feels right. Exactly. Yeah. And like I say, working with cycles, working with like moon cycles, even if it's not something that you believe in like you know like the astrology side of things and you know but oh whatever it's not a bit of me doesn't resonate 
it can sometimes be quite handy to use it as a cycle to focus on different areas of your life where you can draw in and where you can release. So whether or not you believe in the astrology element is a good way of structuring your self-reflection because every area of your life needs attention, which is governed by each of the zodiac. And it doesn't mean you need to be like, oh, just because it's Aries means I have to be selfish this month. Like, you know, that's not how it works. Like, if you want to be selfish, absolutely go for it. But if you if you go, okay, cool, where can I focus on myself? What can I release? What can I draw in? Mm. What's working for me? What's not? It's just a good reminder. So yeah, all these things, even if you don't necessarily believe the woo is spiritual, you know, the up in the air kind of side of it, like they're still really, really, really good reflection tools. And I guess that's all that matters because what you whatever you believe will be true for you. A hundred percent. I use astrology all the time I mean you know if people know me they know that I love astrology but I'm not uh one of those people who's a predictive astrologer because I just don't I just don't subscribe to that and I use it like you're how you've been saying is as a tool of self-reflection as a thought of the day you know okay cool it's airy season where in my life can I show more leadership? How can I be more confident? Like all of the different themes that are connected to those planets, those signs, those houses, whatever, are all such incredible moments to connect back in and really understand what's going internally so that you can shift, you know, through some crappy energy and like move forward towards the things you want. So I love that you brought up astrology because that's my jam. (laughs) That's how I use it. I I was like, oh, damn, I should have asked you what your like big three were at the start and totally forgot because we were so in conversation. (laughs) But if you remember it, do you want to share it? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm a Cancer Sun, a Taurus Moon and an Aries Rising. So that's why Aries is like the first one that comes to me, obviously, because I'm all about myself when it comes to public perception. No, it's all about, um, for me, it's just a way of understanding like different areas of my life and how I'm more suited to show up and what the the dark side of those things are so that I can work through those areas and live in the positive elements of it just because I'm a cancer like yeah I am well emotional I'm so emotionally you know led and I cry absolutely everything my partner got a video of me crying when a UFC player like fights over side on the Sunday you're like I'm like very emotionally <laughs> led and um but it doesn't mean I have to make that my personality it can just be my my superpower my way of connecting with people being an Aries rising doesn't mean that I you know I it's something to be ashamed of or anything like that you know like how I come across when you first meet me like how can I use that to my advantage how can I show up as a leader but an empath how can I come across as somebody who knows where she's at who knows what's going on who knows her self-worth but can also deeply connect to others like it's just a it's asking the questions not telling me who I am Mm. and how you can use the the other aspects of yourself to support that aspect so you know like if you find that you're in Aries mode you know, you're taking yeah. initiative and you're going for it and maybe you're not thinking things through very well because you're just passionate about taking that action. Like, go, 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 this is so exciting. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. And then you feel like you've, you've hit this place. You're like, oh, my God, I'm burnt out. Like I've, I've just done so much. You can go back to your Taurus moon and just go, okay, rest, being present in the moment. What do I need? How do I, you know, really ground my body? How do I 
you know, make sure that I'm receiving the things that I need to. And Taurus is like so good with when it comes to like (laughs) self-care. So yeah, I just, I love that because you're really just honoring your unique energy. It's not to say that you can't be other ways because you a hundred percent can be, but that's just what's naturally you. That's your innate energy blueprint and then what you choose to do with that is absolutely your choice and you'll just find what what feels good and feels right I was just trying all the different hats right so you have to try Mm. it on so okay well how does this feel for me like you know putting myself in that that mindset that person that okay so if if this were true how would I feel and then trying it on let's say okay cool so if this is how I show to other people how does that feel how does that look how can I work with that like it doesn't mean that you can't go actually that felt pretty crap it goes against everything I believe in I actually want to come across you know more caring more nurture I want people to see mm. my cancer side blah, blah 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 like that's fine you've tried the hat on you've seen if it fits doesn't yeah. fit chuck it out like no one likes that hat anyway see ya <laughs> <laughs> yeah that wasn't my color it's fine <laughs> it wasn't my color but then later on you might change your wardrobe and realize actually a color would go perfectly with this place yeah. that I've got right now maybe I'll just go and get that hat from another shop and see if that one fits better like you know That's it's it. just try things on different times in your life yeah I love that it's so good okay well I think that we have covered so much stuff thank you so much for coming on I do want to just leave people with some of your details. How can people find you and like connect to what you do so that if someone is curious about your world, they can head on over? Uh, so uh, my Instagram is Danielle O'Reilly underscore art. And I have a website, DanielleO'ReillyArt.com. And on there, you'll find my contact details. So yeah, if you want to get in touch, you want to join my community, feel free, just search on Google and If you're on Facebook, if you're on TikTok, it will all come up under there. (laughs) Just Danielle O'Reilly. Too many to link. (laughs) Not the O'Reilly pub, though. Just just focus on Danielle. (laughs) Well, you've got the O'Reilly rainforest as well in Queensland. And there's so many O'Reillys. But yeah, so Danielle O'Reilly. We're spaced in between. Art on Google. You'll find everything you need on there. Amazing. Awesome. Thanks again, Danielle. No problem. Thank you for having me. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Creatrix Co podcast. I hope you enjoyed diving into everything today and got some practical tools out of this episode that you can easily implement into your life and biz. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your attention and energy with me, especially when there are so many other things that you could be doing right now. It definitely does not go unnoticed. If you found value in today's episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a glowing review and rating. Please share this with someone you think will get as much out of it as you did because it also helps us reach more incredible souls just like you and it really helps us grow our dream. Don't forget to tag us on Instagram at thecreatrixco underscore so we can shout you out in our community and we also love hearing any feedback so please feel free to send that our way too. If you're hungry for more inspiration, strategies, and soulful conversations, don't forget to connect with us on social media. You can find all of our links in the show notes below for even more transformative content. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.